Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. What's up, Leon? Hello, Magna Gopal. How are you doing on this fine, cold day? I am doing lovely. It's not that cold over here, so I'm doing even better than you, I guess. Oh, my God. God, it's freezing in Paris right now. There's no snow yet. In the snow hasn't arrived here yet, but it's it's been threatening. Yes, Leon is sitting here today. Unfortunately, I know. So, well, what am I saying? Unfortunately, fortunately, very geared up. I was gonna say, unfortunately, not naked, but fortunately, I've never seen this man naked. <laughs> All right, now let's move on to our topic. <laughs> Magna, you've seen me many times in the Zoom meeting naked. Come on, tell the truth. I think myself and the world have possibly seen you naked, but at events, way before I've seen you naked in this chat, uh, in this Zoom meeting, okay? Anyways, would you like to continue or shall we? Shall let's, do we... let's do this. Let's do this. I'm, I'm <laughs> sweating here. So have you ever competed? Are you asking me or are you asking somebody else? Who else is around? Who could I be possibly talking to right now? Yes, I have competed. I've competed uh, several times, actually. Uh, actually, you did one of those um, Dance With Me um, things in London, no? What was it called again? It was called... Dancing With The Stars? Got To Dance. That was it. Okay. Got To Dance. But I, I, I feel that kind of competition is different than like a salsa competition. Well, how would you define a salsa competition? Then? Well, a salsa competition is a competition where everybody is dancing salsa. And whoever is the you best. Know, you know what I'm asking. And the TV show, I was competing against kids doing gymnastics, a guy who was a contortionist. So it wasn't a salsa competition, Magna Gopal. I feel like we already started and covered that part. So I'm curious. Let's Let's start with that. Well, what would you say is the difference between the basic difference between the salsa competition and got to dance aside from the dance or the the thing that you're competing in like you're is there a certain something right. about judging or the pressure or or the professionalism i don't know i'm curious i haven't i haven't look i competed once okay tell and us your competition story magna actually no sorry i competed twice first time i competed was in a salsa jack and jill Oh, sorry. I competed. I've competed more than once, actually. Oh, I, I realize. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I thought I competed once, but actually, now that I think about it, a couple of Jack and Jill competitions, but never one of the organized competitions where you're going semifinals, uh, qualifying, all of these things. Uh, the first Jack and Jill was in Hamilton in Canada, and we just went to some social and they decided to do a Jack and Jill. We competed. It was a very jokey jack and jill so it was kind of like who could be the most outrageous and absurd and that's what we ended up doing uh i did a west coast swing as a beginner in their jack and jill actually managed to get to the semifinals and then competed in the pro-am and got to the finals with jordan um and then we've done like some group competitions at congresses uh, you, you know in the vancouver salsa festival they used to do that competition between like, are you calling that a competition that's not a I, competition i'm saying it was a competition you're, you're trying to stretch your competition experience so let let me talk right now because i want people know about the real competitions out there all right 
I said, like I said, I have not competed in one of those competitions. I'm telling you about the competitions that I have been in. Okay. So, yeah, I've competed a, a good few times. One of the first times was like a UK competition back in the days um, with my first dance partner. We didn't place anywhere. I did another one where we got second place. Me and Susanna Montero, we got second place and we got flown over to um, Miami to compete. Ooh, and it nice. turns out it was like a ballroom competition, the whole setup. And like we we didn't know anything about the ballroom scene or anything like that, apart from what I saw on TV. You know, everybody dancing at the same time on the dance floor. They told us in London that we couldn't do any lifts. And when we got to Miami, I almost got kicked in the head by this woman that was spinning around on this over this guy's head. <laughs> so it was really, really strange experience. The reason why I competed, because I've talked about this with a lot of different people, because there's some people competing over here um, in the French nationals. And I always ask them, like, why do you compete? Some people say they, they just like the, they like the pressure. They, they enjoy having to put something together. They enjoy the performance. They enjoy the whole, whole thing. They, they enjoy the, the, the partaking of the the whole um competition which is strange for me i can understand that which is strange for me because i've always wanted to i've been very competitive since i was a kid so whatever sport i did i wanted to be the best at it you know so for me entering a salsa competition i was going in with the intention to win so you do you think you could win i'm not gonna do what these kids are doing now i saw some girls spinning on their head the other day in this one competition and i was like wow a salsa competition or breakdancing? Yeah. It, it, it was salsa. Oh, the guy shit. was, they've gone to the next level. I, I, I'm i surprised that I didn't come up with that. That was, that was something that I would be <laughs> crazy. But yeah, when I went into competitions, my objective was to win. Mm-hmm. And I had the mindset that I was going to win. And if I lost... You know, you see a lot of people, I've, I've been involved in competitions or I've seen competitions where everyone blames the judges. I stopped blaming the judges. It was my fault that I lost. That's the way I saw it. Okay, so I have uh, two follow-up questions to you. In terms of winning, what were you aiming to get out of winning? Like winning, of course, has its own adrenaline-boosting, dopamine-giving uh, experience. But when you win, were you expecting okay, if I win, I'm going to get more gigs. Or if I win, I'm going to get that I want the prize money. Or if I win, I just want the uh, thing on my resume, on my portfolio to say I am a competition winner. You know, it's funny. Back then, for me, it was different. I didn't think there was no, you know, this whole Congress business was just kind of starting up. So we never knew what it could be, you know, what the future held for us. Like now, if somebody wins a competition, you can kind of see how they can use that. You know, but for me, it was just about winning. I wanted to win. I wanted to get up there. And now, which is interesting, how the competitions have uh, kind of separated, because back then it was more like whatever you do is whatever you do, unless it was uh, a competition like the one I did where we ended up in Miami, where it's like freestyle on the dance floor. you got to follow the rules. But if it was just a salsa competition, like look at the um, the old Mayan competitions in L.A. There were people dressed up as robots and... Uh, right. Uh, you know, it was all kind of things going on, the Matrix. And I can't even remember some of the, the old routines there. But it was like very creative. 
so that kind of worked on the 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 Congress scene, the Congress circuit, because people have seen these kind of creative, different shows. Right. And then, but there is now a distinct difference between like a competition routine and a salsa performance that you might see at a regular Congress because of the rules that people are following now. You know, the song has to be a certain length. They have right. to do a certain amount of turns. Or, you know, there's certain rules. So the chore the choreographies are made that particular way. Right. Okay. So I have another follow-up question on the winning aspect of it. And then I'll ask the other one that I wanted to ask. When you win, what do you feel like you're the best at? Because you obviously won first place, right? So you you did rank the best at something, but I guess there are some people who win competitions and it completely goes to their head. I we we know some artists like that who are winning competitions and then it was just complete ego where they felt like they were the best dancer in the world because they won at this international competition. So when you won, did you feel like you were the best dancer or did you feel like a compartmentalized win? Like we did an awesome routine. We uh, we were the best at following the rules and creating something, or we were the best at being creative, or I, I'm just curious. I definitely felt like I was, we were, not me only, but we were the best at that moment. Whoever's out of everybody is up in the, comp in the competition. If we won, that means that we were the best. I like that part that I, I, I hope everyone who's listening to this episode hears those words. We were the best at that moment. Like, it's really important to understand that when you're competing and you win, there are so many people coming out on a regular basis. There's new competitors, new dancers, new talent that you've got to accept that you were in that moment. And so don't carry your ego 10 years down the road and be like, I want to, you know, I am a world champion from 10 years back and carry that ego as if you're still world champion today. You did win that. And that is definitely something to be proud of for all the effort that you put into, all the discipline, the dedication, but don't brag about it with the ego of it's still your present status, unless you are like effectively still competing and winning for a 10 year straight, you know? I think that's important for people to understand. Yeah, it, it is only a competition, but it, you know, it does benefit you in your work. If you are a performer, if you like to perform regularly, it does help help out. Um, if you're teaching, it does help to have, you know, to celebrate the fact that you did make an effort in this competition and stood out amongst everybody else in that particular competition. And that's right. great. There's no champion of the world, really. But also the the element that like, even if you don't win, actually, it's still great to use that for teaching, for performing, because it shows people that you have the courage to step out there, right? There is an element of that, that you can handle the pressure of like creating a routine within a certain time and within certain constraints. So, uh, you know, if you didn't win, that's still something. So that leads me to my other question, which is what did you feel when you lost? Everyone experiences something different, but maybe you can share your own experience as well as perhaps other people who lost. Cause I'm sure when you're in that, uh, competitive scene you see other people who are competing who lost and sometimes people are in like utter shambles like tears you know yeah. so I'm just curious like what is the feeling of 
losing a competition for you and what have you observed in other people and 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 why do you think that is okay for me it's quite simple i i said it earlier on i do remember a time that i lost a competition for the first hour afterwards i was mad you know i was mad i was like that these judges don't know what they're doing um they they got it wrong and whatever and then afterwards i said you know what i was wrong i gave the judges an excuse to mark me lower somewhere so it's down to me if i want to win a competition i need to answer every judge's question if i believe a judge is looking for something specific you know the, the range of judges that there are there's there's some specialists in in certain fields within our umbrella of salsa that you know we can maybe play to so that's how i looked at it and i tell all these you know the young and up and coming uh um competitors that, that want to go in i believe you have to go in there with the mindset to win and try and understand what is expected of you and try and exceed that so there's no excuses right and to understand that what's expected of you will vary depend on depending on who's judging actually yeah so it's like you have to keep that in mind too just because you competed in a local competition and you made it to finals and now you're say going to miami now you have a different set of judges that you have to kind of understand and cater to in a way so that they can see that you're capable of executing what they're looking for and what they think is a good competitor or a good dancer. I definitely have to, sorry, to answer your question, I definitely have seen people like distraught mm. over losing competitions. I even, someone got mad at me because I was judging a competition one time and I, I marked them low in the... Yeah, and it was only because what I saw wasn't representative, representing what I wanted to see in a salsa competition. Speaking to the losing, I did compete in something else that was a more formalized competition, but it wasn't dance. It was actually a Toastmasters competition for um, table topics where you give an impromptu speech one to two minutes. And I thought I nailed it. Like the topic, the question that they asked, I thought I nailed it. The person that won it kind of was repeating a phrase over and over again. And she actually won. And same thing. Initially, I was like, how did, how did I not win that? Because I actually answered the question. This person just kept on saying, oh, um, I, I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was uh, discipline or something. She was like, discipline, discipline, discipline. You know, just that was her most, the majority of her one to two minutes was repeating that word versus answering the question. And I was also thinking, hmm, I don't understand how these judges are doing it. And I felt like, well, what did I do wrong? And then I realized, well, a lot of the judges favored this, like, bring it back to me, bring that word back to me. And that happened to be the judges that were present at the moment. So it is what it is, you know, but I didn't take it to heart. I just kind of enjoyed the experience of getting out there, putting myself out there, uh, being judged by people about something that I felt very confident about, not getting it, humbling myself to that experience as well, you know, and then going forward. You just want to make one thing clear, though. I, I do like, if someone's going into a competition, they're going in to win. I don't particularly like just, just competing. But if you do just want to compete, compete against yourself. At least try and do something better than you've done before. And maybe what you're going to produce is going to be a winning routine. Absolutely. You know? 
De definitely go out there, compete, do what you have to do. Go in there with the mindset to win. And win while you're there with all these competitors, why not share that you're listening to this podcast, Naked and Counting, and let them know where they can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Naked and Counting. Just say to them, do you want to win? Or say, do you think you could win? Ah, is that the name? Also, I already said the name, FYI. I already put that name earlier. I put it twice in there and you just started answering the question instead. I was zoning out while you were talking. I'm sorry. Funny, because I was asking questions and you were talking most of the time. So you're zoning out at your own voice. Interesting. Interesting. No, no, it's just yours. Just yours. <laughs> we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Until next time.